afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday. Do you know where your favorite professional football team is? That's right. They're not in Green Bay. They're in Cincinnati, where they just wrapped up a joint practice, their only joint practice with the Cincinnati Bengals. Sound like that's a good thing for Elton Jenkins, as he was escorted out by one of the coaching staff after participating in not one, but two fights. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out, who says what about what happened. I know it sounds like DJ Reader was not very happy after the practice. Uh, but Elton apparently just absolutely eliminated a linebacker on a screenplay. Uh, linebacker retaliated post-play, and that caused a scrum involving pretty much both teams, and that took a while to sort out. And then on the very next play, Elton came on swinging. Apparently, who knows what was said, what was done, I don't know. But Elton had to leave the premises. Um Matt LaFleur pulled him, and it's probably for the best. Uh, but that's, you know, expected. It's it's summer. It's heated. Competition ramps up. You love to see the passion. Just as long as you don't do anything dumb, like hit somebody in the head with a fist. I still can't get confirmation. I know somebody reported it was a punch. Somebody reported it was a swipe. I don't know. Just tell me Elton didn't use a fist against a helmet. That's all, that's all I really want to know. Um, as far as the practice itself, uh, not participating were Eric Stokes, Lou Nichols, Ennis Gaines, and Jake Hansen, which, of course, does mean that uh, Josiah DeGuara was back out there, which is good news. Um, Rashawn Gary was participating in individual drills, as he did here in Green Bay a few days ago, but was not involved in teams. Not a surprise. Also, probably not a huge surprise, was Jair Alexander not participating in teams. He did do individual stuff, uh, but was sat out for a lot of the teamwork. Um, which meant that Valentine, the rookie, got some reps with the ones uh, along the outside, and it sounds like he acquitted himself quite favorably. Um, Jordan Love, sounds like he had a pretty decent day, a number of uh, shots in the red zone, a couple of for touchdowns, one to Dobbs, one to Watson. Uh, did throw an interception on a bubble screen from the three. That's why you practice those bubble screens from the three, so you know not to run them in an actual game. Uh, what else we got here? Keyshawn Nixon made two Bengals run into each other on a punt return, which is always fun. Good to see, very interesting in my eyes, that Jonathan Owens uh, is getting work as the personal protector on the punting unit, alternating snaps with uh, Dallin Levitt. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, Levitt, you know, no doubt a, very, a special team stalwart, but if Owens starts taking some of his snaps away on special teams, his roster spot could be in jeopardy. Uh, the one of the plays of the day, I think probably most people saw it online on, on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it, a 51-yard touchdown to Romeo Dobbs at the right sideline. Perfect touch from Jordan on that throw. Uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, Jordan was four of seven in the two-minute drill. Uh, one of those incompletions was a uh, spike of the, uh, the ball for the clock kill. Uh, had a shot to Dobbs up the right sideline, but uh, Dobbs couldn't bring it in. Uh, did hit Samari Torre on a deep in to keep the – Chains moving on a third and three. Otherwise, a lot of checkdowns, which, hey, you got to expect that as teams are probably playing deep, trying to keep everything in front of them. Uh, Carlson could not connect, though, on the 58-yarder to potentially win the game situation. Uh, speaking of Carlson, he was back, missing his first kick of the day, uh, hitting those next two. But, man, I'm telling you, that is a disturbing trend. You do not like to see it. Um, but once again, um, the first kick, went wide right, and that has been his M.O. He has, when he has missed that first kick, it has gone to the right almost every single time. So whatever correction needs to be made there, they better make it, make it fast. 
Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see you. Before I get to everybody chatting, I'm going to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Ticket King. That's right. If you want to watch the Green Bay Packers play in an actual football game, you want to utilize Ticket King. Go to Cheesehead TV, either our website or our app. Go on the schedule, and you will find individualized links for each and every game, home or away, pre or regular season. Hell, you could get tickets for the game in Cincinnati on Friday night via Ticket King. You can use the link in the description of this video. Don't use Ticketmaster or StubHub or SeatGeek. None of these national companies use a company based in Wisconsin since the early 90s. Ticket King, people, do it. You know you want to. And you know what else you want to do. That's right. You want to pick up the 2023 official yearbook of the Green Bay Packers. Head to PackersYearbook.com and use promo code CHTV for 10% off. That's PackersYearbook.com, promo code CHTV for 10% off. Do it, people. You know you want to. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see all the regulars here. Of course, Dennis is here. What's up, Dennis? Brandy is here. Hello, Brandy. Stu is here with a very important message for everybody. Football. Yes, Stu. Football. No doubt about it. Uh, Jerry starts us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Elton has left the building. You are not kidding. Hey, man, you know, it's hot. He's a vet. He wants to get out of there, start a fight, be able to leave. I think it's smart work on uh, Elton's part. Ken, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Heading to Edinburgh, Scotland, hoping to catch happy hour there at 11 p.m. after a red-eye flight tonight. We'll see if I'm still awake. Cheers. Well, Godspeed on your trip. Uh, my girls are in London right now, so uh, everyone, Packers fans. Uh, interesting enough, Olive sent me uh, a text yesterday saying that there are Packers fans all over the place in London. Uh, interesting to see if Edinburgh will follow suit. Um, but hey, Godspeed, Ken, and I hope we do see you on happy hour tomorrow night. Andrew, thanks for the super chat. I'll be damned if Hard Knocks doesn't make me miss him. Oh, Andrew. Why you got to bring me down, man? No, I feel you. I don't know. I didn't really feel that. I just felt like it was really over the top last night in the uh, Rogers praise, Rogers a thon. Like, we get it. I, I think, you know, if that episode had come out a month ago, it had been compelling. But it came out after a month of. Rogers worship from the Jets and the media and the fans and blah, blah, blah. So it just felt like kind of boring. I don't know. But I hear what you're saying. I get what you're talking about. Uh, Rogers did a ton for the Green Bay Packers and Packers fans, and it means a lot, and that history will never be erased. So I get where you're coming from, man. Totally understand it. Uh, what else we got here, folks? What else we got? Uh, and Mike, just bring back Chris. Chris Jackie. Well, see, as most people are pining for the return of Mason Crosby, Mike is going back way to Chris Jackie. I like it. I like it. Gary Bishop. Hello. What's up? James, the guy watering plants. That's not a guy watering plants. That's my co-founder, Corey Banky of Cheesehead TV, watering his plants on Lombardi Avenue. Got to love it. Are we going to be a West Coast offense or a play action system? Shallow, that's an interesting question. I would suspect much more the latter than the former. I think it will be a significant blend. I mean, the stuff that Matt has kind of picked up and brought with him from his various stops uh, along his coaching career throughout the NFL certainly is West Coast-based. I mean, we talk a lot about the Shanahan system, and that's very much the way you know Kyle runs it. It's very run-heavy with play action, what have you. A lot of boot action off of that as well. But that's still West Coast principles. That's still based in the West Coast. I mean, that's obviously a direct descendant of Mike Shanahan's system where Mike and Mike Holmgren and those guys all came out 
from a very kind of similar background. So it's still West Coast principles. It's still West Coast based. It's not like they're going Eric Coriel anytime soon. But um, there, I would suspect, be, yes, a little bit more emphasis on play action. And we haven't seen a ton of that in camp so far, uh, but I suspect we will see more of it as the year goes on. Um, but, well, you know, we're speaking in very, very 30,000 feet generalizations in, the, in that regard. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Jerry Kramer can still kick. There you go. Now we're going way. We're going. We're going deep here, people. Joe, thank you for the super chat. Matt Lafleur ticked off at Elton or just shrugs it off. Couldn't really say, man. Um, didn't really get any reporting around how the manner in which Matt pulled him, but um, I'm sure Matt will be asked about it uh, the next availability, which won't be till Friday. But um, I have zero doubt that he'll be asked about it, and it'll be interesting to hear what he says. Um, what else we got? Brian, A.J. Dillon wheel route, first play of the year. Oh, been begging for it, dude. You know I've been begging for it. That would be great. That would be phenomenal. Someone in here with Jan Stenerud. What's up, Dennis? No Quay fight today, so that's encouraging. Exactly. See? Quay Walker holding his water. You like to see it. Mm. I will say, I was talking to Corey before we went live after that practice was over. I said, I still can't believe the Patriots are coming to town next week. I mean, they have pretty much had a pretty significant fight in every joint practice setting that they've had with under Bill Belichick over the course of the last four or five years. Like, they had a monster fight in Philadelphia a couple years ago. So I'm sure the Packers are going to have to be on, on guard for that stuff. You know, you got to be ready. Teams will test you, especially this time of year. Gonna be Going to be good times, good times. Trace, and where's Ryan Longwell these days? He's not at any restaurants in the Green Bay area, I'll tell you that. The real ones will get it. Ken, thanks for the super chat again, buddy. Loving love and a feisty Elton. As long as no one's hurt, man, that's all I care about. Like, fights, yeah, they happen, and I get it. Tempers flare, what have you. Just be smart and don't be stupid and don't get you or someone else hurt. That's all I ask. Zane, thanks for the super chat, man. Nags, still waiting on the Tyler Herrick lifetime contract announcement for Cheesehead TV. Go Pack Go. Not lifetime yet. That young buck has a long way to go to earn one of those. But uh, he's certainly back in and in the fold and, and killing it on the socials here at Cheesehead TV. Uh, had a nice little Cheesehead TV short put up earlier this afternoon. If you haven't checked that out here on the YouTube channel, make sure you do so. Um, Anyone see a video of the fight? Where can I see it? Uh, I have only seen a video of the aftermath of the first fight. No one's got a video of the second one, the one where 
Elton apparently swung at a man's head while he had a helmet on. Um, but there isn't, as far as I know, I've not seen any video of it. Um, mostly because that's w it took place during team stuff, and there's no video allowed during teams. Although they did allow video on 7-on-7 seven seven today, which I suspect is probably a Bengals-driven thing and not a Packers thing. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Hard Knocks editing giving us Willie Era Rogers. That's very astute. That is an astute observation there, Mimsy. Hutch, thanks for the super chat. Give me that bombed nine to start the year again. But don't you think the Bears will be, like, playing for that? I mean, it feels obvious. I mean, I'd love it. Don't get me wrong. But it just feels like they're going to be playing, like, a two-high shell just in case on that very first play. Well, who knows? We'll see. A.K. Kernan, thanks for checking out the stream on Facebook, man. Any injuries today at practice? None that I saw. Nothing of significance. Nothing that was reported. Now, things can pop up later. Maybe someone played through something, et cetera, and then it sat down for the game on Friday night. But as near as I could tell, there wasn't anything significant or anything reported. So that's good. That's a very good thing. Well, let's just have a fight between Matt and Bill next week. <laughs> okay. Robert, thanks for the super chat. Do you think the O-line is as good as they were before Steno was promoted to offensive coordinator? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think a big part of that, though, is the availability of their two best players in David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. I mean, you can't – that was what kind of bugged me last year when this kind of talk would happen. Not Robert, I'm not singling you out because it's something that definitely went around a lot last year. You know, we praise Steno for the work he did along the offensive line, and he did do gr good work. Uh, and then, you know, he gets promoted, and then Buckus is made offensive line coach, and the first game out the gate on the road, he's got Jake Hansen out there. And that kind of set the narrative all of a sudden because the offensive line had a rough game, certainly had a rough kind of first month, and then it just kind of colored everybody's perception of him. And I'm like, well, yeah, look, what happened when you got David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins back out there? <gasps> the offensive line was better. It's hard for me to knock you know, the work that Buckus has done so far, um, considering that he had to, you know, the first half of last year was suboptimal from a personnel stance. Um, so yeah, I think the offensive line has played well. Um, I certainly believe that there are guys who clearly are weak links and teams attack them. And it's hard for to put that on a coach, you know. You can only work with what he's got. So, yeah, I, I would say... On balance, yes. Um, how do the safeties look today? Levi, I didn't see any particular reporting about it one way or the other, although I will say uh, both the first string and second string defense pretty much shut the Bengals down throughout the day. Um, <laughs> there was one point where Joe Goodberry, who covers the Bengals extensively, uh, he said the second string offense for the Bengals lost more yardage than they gained. Uh, during one team period. So, um, yeah, other than that, didn't get didn't get much reporting around that position, unfortunately. Uh, Preston Mayer, thanks for the super chat, man. Would you rather have Peak, Sharp, or Adams? Also, since I wasn't born to see what made him so special, what about his game made Sterling that dude? Oh, man, that's a really good question. I've talked about this before, but I would definitely take Sterling uh, in his prime. Uh, not to knock anything Adams has done in a Packers uniform or out, um, Adams is amazing. He's in the conversation for, you know, one of the best of all time in green and gold. But to me, it's sharp, and it's not close, uh, simply because of his physicality. 
and the dirty work he would do knowing he was going to take hits, knowing he was going to be the target of every defense. As far as everyone in the building, and I mean from the hot dog vendors to the defensive coordinator, knew that Favre was going to throw him the football, and he still produced week after week after week. You couldn't stop him. Now, of course, Devontae absolutely had that type of season with Rodgers, especially that last year where he was thrown, what, what was it? He was targeted 80% of the time or what have you. Again, not taking away from Devontae. But Devontae did a lot of his work as far as getting off the line of scrimmage, getting off press, being able to get separation, right? Sterling did all of that and then was physical on top of that in a way that Devontae wasn't. It's just, it's hard to describe, but, um, you know, there would be like legit two or three guys hitting him at once and he'd be dragging them for four, five yards. You know what I mean? Like, he was just a monster, and you could not stop him. And the whole place knew he was getting the football, and he continued to get it. He was just—he was an absolute beast. Hutch, thanks for the super chat. I just want that early dagger to crush bare hearts. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they came out like the first half, like that Thursday nighter years ago when Peppers had that interception for a touchdown? Like it's forty-two to nothing at half. Oh, baby. Oh, now that's the dream. That is the dream right there. Ken again, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. First play against the Bears. Fake a bomb to Watson, then throw a deep crosser to Musgrave. We shouldn't be putting this out into the universe. You know, we might give the Bears a competitive advantage. Mark Murphy, I'm I'm working for you over here, buddy. Lord. Brewers won in a throwing error. I'll take it, Ryan. I'll take it. Two days in a row in extra innings. My heart can't take this stuff. I'm telling you. Rob, thanks for the super chat. Chester Markle scoring a game winner by accident just cements the fact that the Bears do just suck. Also, while high on cocaine. Word. Word to that. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. Biggest injury, what if, Sharp, Collins, or Finley? Oh, I kind of joked about this on Twitter, and people got all flustered because it's Twitter. Or, I'm sorry, X. Um earlier this offseason. To me, Sharp isn't a what-if because there's no question that if he stays healthy, we know what would have happened. He would have been in the conversation with Jerry Rice as the greatest of all time. That's my opinion, right? So with Collins or Finley, it's like, you know, it probably could have gone one way or maybe it goes another. Like, there's still, like, guesswork involved there. With Sharp, there's no guesswork. So I guess in the, you know, parlance of your question, I'd say Sharp, no doubt about it. Oh, we got Kevin. Happy uh, 12-month anniversary being a Carry the G Club member. Greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Thank you so much, man. We got Corey Krenz. What's up? Thank you for being a Carry the G Club member. I know it's early, but who is your surprise pick to make the roster this year? That's a good question. Surprise pick to make the roster. I don't know, man. I I know I saw Wendell had up there earlier this morning on X that – he was wondering if Anthony Johnson Jr. was going to make the squad. Uh, simply because I think we just haven't heard a lot from him or of him or what have you. But, man, they haven't even started hitting yet. Like, can we get through a game first? Um, but, yeah, I don't know if there's a surprise make the roster. I think there's a few candidates for surprisingly maybe not making the roster. Um, talked about Dallin Levitt earlier. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. No one that leaps to mind. And, like, look, I, as I always kind of joke, if it's a surprise, you aren't able to guess it. So that's what makes it a surprise. But we'll see. We shall see. 
Ed, thanks for the super chat, man. Practice with other teams equal to less than or more important than a preseason game. For the coaches, it's definitely more important. Uh, they really get to work on what they want to work on as far as, um, you know, drill work is one thing, but the, in the teams, they can really structure what they want to see as far as coverages, as far as what's being called down in and down out, who's getting matched up with who, uh, or at least con conceptually, like we want to run this concept against this coverage. They can control all that. In a preseason game, you're just going with the flow. Like you don't really game plan per se for a preseason game, so you're just kind of rolling out there against usually pretty basic coverages, although that has kind of changed over the years. Like lots more pressure gets called nowadays in preseason, which is good, I think. Like, you want to practice against pressure. You're going to see it in the regular season. But you don't know when it's coming, so you're getting really unexpected looks and guys put in bad situations, which is good for evaluation, good for tape, all that. But for the coaches, the most valuable thing is, and they would echo, they have echoed this, is, is the you know, controlled practice environment where the intensity is up, the physicality is up, but you're able to control it in a way you can't in a game. Um, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Rob, Tom got to lock up the center position soon. Myers just hasn't convinced enough. I mean, look, I understand, and I've talked about it here before, that, you know, it's disconcerting when you see, oh, so-and-so has knocked Myers on his, on his ass again, you know, for the second practice in a row or whatever. Um, but it's a whole other thing when you're in a game and you're working with four other dudes and there's a play call that you have a specific – job as opposed to one-on-ones right which is where a lot of that has been happening so I don't think you know that's anywhere close to being solved and or locked up by anybody but those games are coming up quick uh, Friday night's game the joint practices with the Patriots and the Patriots game are probably going to solidify both the center and safety spots would be my guess after those you know what one game two practices and another game those four days will most likely answer a lot of the questions for the coaches would be my guess because you got to be ready and that last game is usually like a lot of the bottom of the roster plays because you want to sort out those questions so I would I would suspect those starters are going to earn those gigs in these next four days that the Packers are on a football field uh, what else we got here Jay Love did throw a red zone interception from a three-yard line. Got to clean that up. We, doing need, we don't need red zone turnovers. It's uh, context here, buddy. I said this at the start of the stream. You know, he also had two touchdowns in that period. And it's from the three, and it's a bubble screen. Who knows if it's a call, if it's a read, if it's something he saw, he tried to get it out. I mean, the guy who picked it off is a vet who has seen a ton of football and probably just read it really well. And it's practice. You want that to happen today. So it doesn't happen week one or two or three or four. That's the whole point. You want to learn from it. Would you rather he had that lesson today or he had that lesson week three, home opener against the Saints? So much better that it happened today. And again, who knows? Maybe they were like, we, we know this is a tough play. We just want to see it run against a certain type of defense. You know, you don't, we don't know what they're working on, man. So that's just a grain of salt That's all I ask. Grain of salt. Um, Eric, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Who's the next Packer except Rodgers to make the Hall of Fame? David Bakhtiari. Oh, what do we got here? A.J. Dillon, 500 yards over under. Hmm. Rushing or all-purpose? Oh, man. That's a, that's a tough one. Because I want to say he'll probably end up at like 498 or something if I say over. 
But I'll go with over because I'm a positive guy. There we go. Rushing. Yeah, Tracen. Um, just over. Just over is my guess. All right, everybody. I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. <laughs> Yeah.